Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing through the Gospel of Mark. I tell you, uh, this has been one of the most impactful uh, series and studies that we have done locally as far as the Bible study. Uh, what we're seeing here in Mark. Uh, <clears throat> you know, we, we've read the Gospels. We all have for the most part. He's so had some encounter with it. But there's something that is going on t- today, and I mean within our society today, within the body of Christ today, related to uh, the Gospel of Mark and the way that it's presented <clears throat> and the forthrightness and the immediacy of it and the things that we see and what the Spirit is touching our hearts in relationship to what Jesus said and did. Remember the Gospel of John said that, uh, the things that Jesus said and the Jesus, things that Jesus did. Well, we're up in chapter 7 right now, verse 24. And boy, this is an encounter. This is great. So let's just listen to this. Here's what Mark says. Jesus got up and went away from there. Now, remember, there is where he had been in the previous episodes (laughs) that we looked at here in the seventh chapter, uh, where Jesus was speaking about that it's not the things that go into the body that defile a man, but the things that come out that reveal what's really within the man. So Jesus gets up from there, and he goes away from there to the region of Tyre. And when he had entered a house, he wanted no one to know of it, yet he could not escape notice. (laughs) That is interesting, is it not? So we've seen this already several times. Jesus tried to take his disciples off on holiday after they'd come back from the time he'd sent them out two by two. And they had all sorts of, uh, 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 shall we say, success. I hate using that term, but... They had uh, gone out and preached the kingdom. They had healed people. They'd cast out demons. So Jesus says, well, let's go off for a time. And even then, they could not find rest. Well, here, he didn't want anybody to know he was there, yet he could not escape notice. So uh, what were people noticing? What was it that he could not escape notice? Was it the fact that he walked as man but that he manifested the glory of God. Was the glory of God being revealed? Well, there's times when you see that, you know, uh, when he's transfigured, definitely. But no, probably nothing like that. Um, Is it what we have seen already, and I think this may be a big part of it, that everywhere he went, that the demonic powers and presences revealed themselves and literally called him out by name. said, you're the son of God, you're the son of God. And he had to tell them, y'all be quiet, y'all be quiet. Okay. There's also the thing that he was being, he was well known by then. Remember, we'd just seen where the Jewish leadership had come up to check him out. He'd been heard about within the entire region. Whatever it is, it says that he could not escape notice. Verse 25 says this, but after hearing of him, so again, after hearing of him, so this, something happens when somebody had heard of him, a woman whose little daughter had an unclean spirit immediately came and fell at his feet. So this woman has a daughter, and the daughter has an unclean spirit. Well, what's an unclean spirit? Well, this next verse is about to tell us that it's a demon. Okay? Matthew tells us this demon possesses. As a matter of fact, we're going to check with Matthew in relationship to this because it gives some other little insights and some things here. She comes, and she falls at his feet. 
Now the woman was a Gentile, verse 26, of the Syrophoenician race. And she kept asking him to cast a demon out of her daughter. Now here you have the word race. And, you know, this it's not really used in the same way that we use race. It just means it's of the family, of the offspring, a descendant. Uh, so she was Syrophoenician, from family out of Syria, uh, family out of Phoenicians, okay, uh, um, along the coast right there, uh, uh, the Philistines, okay, that type of thing. And so it says she kept asking Jesus to cast out the demon of her daughter. Kept asking. Why does she have to keep asking? Why didn't he just do it to start with? Well, let's go over to Matthew real quick. Matthew 15, 21 says this. Jesus went away from there and withdrew into the district of Tyre and Sidon. And a Canaanite woman, well, she's described as Canaanite in Matthew. She's described as a Syrophoenician. It says that she was a Gentile in Mark, and that word Gentile it literally means Greek. So the idea here is, it's a great example of what we see. Uh, the Gospels were written for particular purposes by particular people. Matthew, who was Jewish, was writing uh, to those that had a Jewish background who were believers. And so when he said Canaanite woman, that's what she was from the land of Canaan there. But that would tie into all the stuff that they knew out of the Old Testament, okay, the Canaanites, <laughs> that type of thing, okay? Mark, who was writing... Uh, with uh, audiences, uh, people who are believers that are Gentile, that are Greeks themselves, he uses the term Gentile. They would understand that of who she is. So back to Matthew, it says this, this Canaanite woman from the region came up and began to cry out saying, have mercy on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is cruelly demon possessed. So what is she calling now? Over in Mark is saying, she's asking him and asking him and asking him, okay, but here she's crying out, have mercy, have mercy. And she was doing it repeatedly. How repeatedly? <laughs> oh, my. Here's what verse 23 of Matthew 15 says. But Jesus did not answer her a word. He didn't respond. He didn't answer a word. He didn't say anything. Well, why is that? Well, we're not told forthrightly here, but I think we can infer by what we're about to see. And then we can also always rest on this. Remember John 17, Jesus, when he's praying to the Father, and he says, you know, Father, I only said those things that you told me to say. I only did those things that you told me to do. So if it says here that Jesus did not answer her a word, the Father didn't give him a word to say. So therefore, he didn't say anything. Here's the reason I think he didn't say anything, though. Verse 23 again, Matthew 15. But he did not answer her a word. And his disciples came and implored him, saying, send her away because she keeps shouting at us. <laughs> I know I should be laughing probably. But, you know, it's, it's intriguing because we you have to just take a moment to see what the context is, you have to see what the scenario is. You have to see what the scene is. This is very real. This woman is torn. Her daughter is, by her own testimony, cruelly demon-possessed. And she believes that Jesus is Lord and is the son of David. She's a Gentile. She's a Canaanite. 
She's a Syrophoenician. And she comes up and acknowledges, in, in the Matthew account, calls him son of David. That's a messianic term. And then she declares him to be Lord. And then out of that declaration of Lord, she cries for his mercy. I mean, she checks off every one of the little boxes right here. She is declaring the truth. She is seeing and understanding far more than the, uh, than the disciples even at this time. Uh, the 12 or the ones that are following after Jesus. She is seeing who she is, and she is crying out for help. Jesus doesn't respond to word. What's the response of his outstanding disciples? Probably the same thing we say. You know what, folks? We do this same kind of thing. Will you please just send her away? She's driving us crazy. She keeps shouting at us. She keeps crying out. She keeps crying out. She keeps crying out, oh, Lord, will you please just send her away? We do the same thing with the world that is crying out. We do the same thing with those who are crying out. What we try to get them to do is come and play in our little sandbox and come be a part of our party and come and act the way we do. And we don't understand that they're crying out. And they're crying out for mercy. And they're crying out to the Lord. And they're crying out to the Son of David. And we have the answer, folks. Tell you what, my time's up. We're going to stop right here. We'll pick it up next episode, okay? Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much. I'll see you then. Goodbye.